Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are dishing on the best of Disney 2023. We will dive into the best eats, drinks, and snacks in Disney World, and we'll also touch on the best of Disney Cruise Line and Disneyland. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella, and together we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton, and this is the Main Street Dish. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Simply the best. Better than Welcome, guys. That was our intro song for today. <laughs> um, but can we were it's we're December. We're in December. We're we're, we're wrapping up this season of 2023, which is crazy. Can you believe we've been doing this for two years now? Oh God! No. Wow. Our two-year podcast anniversary is next week. Of like it when is? we found our podcast. Yeah. Actually, is yeah. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. In that time, y'all have had a baby. <laughs> we've been to Disney World, Disneyland. Yep. We've all been on a lot of cruises. Like, we've done I, a lot. What a life. <laughs> what a we life. Ate we, had a our, lot. we ate a lot. We got our first hosted dinner. We got our first mm-hmm. hosted stay. Like, cool, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Real cool stuff. Uh-huh. Cheers to that. But yeah. cheers. What, Bethany, we got to know. What are you drinking today? You know, um, Standby Skipper had said to me that we hadn't had cocktails in an episode in a while, and she's not wrong. So I decided I would make a cocktail in honor of what will, spoiler alert, be one of my favorites of this year. So I am having a Mozart moment from Bucky in Hollywood Studios. He makes essentially the chocolate martini on the 50s primetime slash tune-in lounge menu, but instead of using Frangelico, he uses the Ancho Verde Chili Poblano liqueur. It's delicious. I think I add more. I I did like a one-to-one-to-one ratio, you know, one ounce of everything. And I think I added more Poblano than he typically does, but I'm not mad at it. It's spicy and delicious. Mm. You're having a spicy moment. And I'm not going to be spicy in this episode. Like, I have nothing but good things to say. (laughs) No, this is a golden episode right here. And we finally, we all met Bucky. Finally, all of us did. I had multiple Mozart moments. I had so many moments. It was great. I had to try them. I had to try them all. Yeah. And I did. It was great. He what are you guys work. drinking in your pizza Rizzo koozies? Oh, <laughs> right. from our pizza, pizza Rizzo? Yeah. We got on the call. They both have their matching pizza Rizzo koozies on their beverages <laughs> right now. We do. 2023 has really changed us, you know? We are into the wrap pizza, apparently. <laughs> I no, know. No, no, no. We're into the specialty wrap pizza, okay? <laughs> let's not, let's not be generic. This Correct. is the best of specialty episode, Bella, okay? Cannoli. No, <laughs> no. Um, no. So we... We're having a hard kombucha. It's a new Ooh. brand that we found. It's really and good. It's really good. It's I I believe it's giant, but it's spelled with a J. Ah, crafty. And yeah, crafty. It's hard kombucha, and we are having the Taco Tuesday, which is a spicy pineapple marg. Look at hard us kombucha. with our spicy cocktails tonight so on a we night are, we're not being spicy. The only thing spicy about us today is our drinks, and that's <laughs> that's totally valid. But yeah, it's really good. Their their original flavor too is passion fruit and elder and elderflower Flower, yeah where and are they based out of good. in longmont colorado oh very good very good 
They're delicious. And I don't really <clears throat> typically go for any type of cider or beer. You know, like, I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just feel like like it's just like, kind of heavy. Like, I prefer if I'm yeah. going to get a beer, I'm going to get a beer on tap. It's like she prefers champagne. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, the only Glass pain wine, she wants in her life, yeah. A is cocktail. Champagne. Yeah, I don't yeah. often go for anything in a can. Mm-hmm. I do like a can wine. I will say that. Yeah. And there are a few canned seltzers I like, but this time of year, it's not really seltzer season. No. So this time of year, I think it's heavy cider season, right? And I don't really like. But cider, cider is much. sugar. Cider, yeah, a lot correct. of the cider. Is sugar. This though, I feel is not super sweet. I really like the original flavor. This one is very good, but I, the original flavor was my jam because it wasn't super sweet, and I felt like I was drinking, a a drink, but without it being alcohol heavy. Yeah, love that. You know, like you mm-hmm. know when you have a seltzer and you can really taste the vodka. Yeah. This was not that. Yeah. So I I very much enjoy this, and this will be my potential winter cocktail winter jam winter Love drink yeah. we have to fill up these rizzo the rat koozies all winter long so that is true they're cute yep, we got work to do they're cute yeah thanks d23 yeah <laughs> for the breadsticks <laughs> and the koozie the breadsticks no, and the koozie we are not being spicy this episode we're not okay. talking about terrible breadsticks or honestly pizza rizzo <laughs> no <laughs> no you don't know shocking. you don't Bella. know I'm, I'm, I'm kidding i'm totally kidding it didn't even cross my mind. I said these two years have been great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's wrap it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but we're we're besting. We're we're doing yeah. the best. We're doing the best. So we're doing drinks. We're doing snacks. We're doing dessert. We're doing breakfast. We're doing festival. We're doing lounge. We're doing underrated place. Uh-huh. We're doing quick service, table service, and best overall eat. For Disney World. For Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. You guys love Disney World. But we have to touch on our favorites in Disneyland and Disney Cruise because we both love those things. Absolutely. And we, I mean, we are a Disney food-based podcast that is all of Disney food. So minus international parks. We'll get there. But for now, no. But we got to touch on it all. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's start in Disneyland. Mm Mm-hmm. Shall we head over to the West Coast? I'm not mad because when this goes live, I'll be in Disneyland. Whatever. How nice. How nice. How nice for you, Bethany. Yep. (laughs) How nice. How great. I don't know how I planned all these trips so close together. This is a little out of control. I will openly admit to that. But what a great way to end your your Disney year, you know? Correct. With the whole fam, my mom and my dad are both going to be there, despite they were they got divorced in, when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family trip. Yeah. Disney really bringing everyone together, you know? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. When you're here, you're family. Again. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Disneyland's not a bad place to start because the food there is quite delicious. It is really good. And I feel if you go back and listen to our Disneyland episodes... Bella and Bethany specifically <laughs> went off uh-huh. <laughs> on Disneyland, but you know today we're we're gonna only touch on the best. So let's start let's start with cocktails, shall we? Oh, love mm-hmm. it. Let's start with cocktails. I I feel like I can totally predict what, especially Bella, what Bella's gonna not say. Not even uh-huh. a question. Yeah, not for even a question. Oh, sure. I don't think we're gonna have the same one. I know what you're saying. Really? And I don't think we're gonna have the same one. Okay, okay. Wow. All right. So, Bella, let's let's go first. Let's see what you got on okay. your best drink yes. in Disneyland. Yes, my best drink. Okay, so if you've listened to the Disneyland episode, and I think even I've talked about it on other episodes, the R&D martini mm-hmm. from Pim's Test Kitchen 
was the best drink I've had there. And to be honest, one of the best drinks I've had all year. It's, it didn't make my top, okay? Because I, I actually, I've had three stellar cocktails this entire year. This was one of them. And, and this is just perfect. It is a espresso martini with cereal-infused milk, dark chocolate espresso beans, and cereal crumbles. I, I have no words, really. It was just like a perfect cocktail. We had it for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Okay, we had it for it was, breakfast and then again for lunch <laughs> and then again for dinner. Yeah. yeah, but like it was perfect. Like, yeah, it's, it is definitely a dessert martini, I would say. But mm-hmm. I didn't find it to be overly sweet. I didn't find it to be heavy. I just thought the flavors worked so well together. And I have never had a dessert martini this good in my yeah. life. It was good. So. I just loved when we were in line for Guardians and it was like 8.03 in the morning and you're like, I really want a coffee and a cocktail. And I was like, well, let's yep. go to Pim's. <laughs> loved it. And it was, and who knew it would have been the best cocktail that I would have had that entire trip. Hmm. So. It's a good one. I, I do think though, if I got alcohol when we were in, <laughs> what, what was that one bar that the, I got the mocktail? Uh, Heartstone Lounge. Heartstone, oh, yeah. Heartstone. I, that, that, the elusive cocktail. Yeah, that cocktail could have been my number one but i don't know, we'll never know. <laughs> so we'll um never for know. now it's the r&d martini so Good. an excellent choice yeah 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 anyway all right bethany what's yours because i'm curious if it's not the r&d it's not and you know i put this one on the list and i figured it might be some on some other list as well but the second we started talking i knew that bella was going to go that way mine is actually the dill gin and tonic from carthay circle classic yeah that was yeah. my second option we love we are big fans of dill here and so is disneyland california adventure the popcorn and everything but it's essentially a gin and tonic with dill in it and it is so so good this is my go-to every time before i leave to the airport i go to carthay so- circle lounge grab a spot at a bar or in the lounge and drink this cocktail. It's just a glass of gin that they give you a side of tonic. Which that, I like. Mm-hmm. I like. That is how I like my gin and tonics. Yeah. Mostly gin, side of tonics. Yeah. It's like Wafted. mimosas and orange yeah, juice. Yeah. Yes, scented. <laughs> that's no, right. I would be on the floor. But no, it's that's my favorite. I absolutely love this drink. I've loved it consistently. And I agree the R&D is really good. But this one just wins out just a tad bit more for me. Totally. Next week when you're in Disneyland, get the R&D for me, please. I will 100% do it in your honor. Thank you. Thank you. you. Colin, what was your favorite? So mine was actually over at Lamplight, and it was the Cinnamon Toast Cocktail. Mm. That was real good. That was real, real good. Another another breakfast in a glass situation, but it is vanilla vodka with frangelico, rum chata, and then cinnamon cereal-infused milk in, honestly... An adorable glass too i mean this the whole presentation was perfect even had that white and red striped straw that came with it it was delicious sitting there was a vibe i mean we had our we had our struggles at lamplight this uh, is the best of episode colin <laughs> i know i'm just i'm, so, I'm gonna take another sip of my spicy margarita but honestly where we ended up sitting just watching the Incredicoaster go by, like sitting literally looking over Pixar Pier and sipping on that cocktail was just a core memory for me and that drink was delicious if you have not had it Go get it. It's great. You know, I like that you both chose breakfast cocktails. And I'm going to give you guys some leeway, though, because when we had cocktails at 9 a.m., that's noon your time. So we're yeah. already, oh. it's the afternoon already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Correct. When you come to the West Coast, it's technically noon. <laughs> Correct. That's right. <laughs> and I have catching up to do. Yeah. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. But that's it for drinks. Okay. So now let's talk about snacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess I went last. So I'll go first. 
and I'm sorry if I'm stealing anyone's or we can just all jump on this band bandwagon, but I'm going to Jolly Holiday and I'm getting the raspberry rose mm-hmm. macaroon. That's you didn't steal choice. it. Yeah. I, I almost oh, put it, but oh, yeah, yeah. I okay. have different ones. I'll have different answers. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, really? So, uh-huh. Yeah. I was torn between this one and the chocolate-covered strawberry one that was specialty macaroon mm. that I went the first time I went, not the second time with, with you lovely ladies. That was absolutely delicious. But this raspberry rose macaroon, there's there's nothing there is nothing wrong with it as we say it's good no notes no notes that's it's the, perfect that's the first snack that i ever accidentally cursed on camera and didn't realize i had cursed because it was so <laughs> good i dropped an f-bomb <laughs> love it no idea that's amazing deserve, though. oblivious deserve. it's uh, honestly it deserves it it really it does. does it's so delicious it's light it's airy a jolly holiday again hats off to anyone who's baking over at jolly holiday you're doing the yeah. lord's work I, mean, I dream Jolly about Holiday this in general. Yep. Perfection. Please, please yeah. and thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's my Bella, what's yours? Okay. It might surprise you all because uh, it's a sweet treat. Oh, I think yeah. it's gonna be uh-huh. the good strawberry choice. cheesecake bread pudding. Is that uh, what you were gonna good guess? Choice, which isn't there anymore, which is a shame. I know. A bummer, a bummer. But I have... will remember. I know. They do have seasonal Yes, exactly. I'll, I'll yeah. bring this into next episode. But they do have seasonal bread pudding mm-hmm. over there. So the strawberry cheesecake bread pudding is essentially, as it sounds, it is a cheesecake bread pudding topped with strawberries and whipped cream. I love the flavors in this. I like a bread pudding. Mm-hmm. I do. And I don't, I think Disney World has kind of turned me into liking bread pudding. I've never really gone for it before. But I feel like Disney does a bread pudding really well. So I thought the consistency was great. It was moist. It was not super, super sweet. Like not just, you know, one note of sweetness. The strawberry really helped with this. Um, and I tasted super fresh. I just, I love this. And it, it stood out to me. And I, this was one of those things that we ate after eating everything, right? Like yeah. this wasn't one the of the- Choco <laughs> Slam Bar right before that. Yeah, exactly. We ate so much before this full. moment. And for me to say that this was still my top snack is saying something because we were super full. Mm-hmm. Like I probably could have, it could have been forgotten very easily and it was not, so. There yeah. we go. Yeah, that was good. Yep. I did. I love that one too. Mine though- I actually got on my October trip to Disneyland, so you guys didn't get to try it because it replaced the everything bagel twist. It is the cheesy pretzel bread. This, oh, if yes. I had to choose an overall my best snack in Disney period, like World Land, Cruise Line, everything, this would win. This was like wow. perfection. It is a pretzel that is cut open and covered in cheese, but it's not overly greasy, which is crazy because it's buttery and cheesy and delicious, and you just expect it to be covered in grease, and it's not really. It is so good. You can get marinara sauce. It doesn't need it, but I this was one of the best things I've ever eaten. I mean, cheese and bread to me is a winning combination. It is, and I mean, Correct. if it's anything like the bagel twist. But better. I mean, anything like it, even in that stratosphere, I believe you. believe you. Except when I went, they were out of cream cheese. So I feel like that really would have made a difference for me. But if it's anything like that, sign me up. I don't know the truth behind this because the bagel twist is now gone. But what I heard the rumor was, was the guy that had the recipe for the bagel twist retired and then refused to give the recipe to Disney. And if you did... I love that for him. <laughs> more, pa- more power to you. But, but you know, our DMs are time, open. Yeah, correct. But at the same time, open. this is better. So yeah. I know he tried to go out with a bang, but I was like, 
I kind of went up to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, so now best overall eat. You can go first if you'd like. Mm-hmm. No, I went first last time. So okay. we go, we, okay. we roll, okay. you know, right. we rock, right. we roll. So actually, it's Bethany's turn to go first. Oh, okay. Right? Sounds great. Um, this one pains me because it's not on the menu, but I know it's going to come back, and I know we all loved it. It's the Birria grilled cheese from Jolly Holiday. That Is that also one of our favorites? Yep. Yes. <laughs> it was easily the best thing we ate on that trip. I can't even put into words how delicious this sandwich was. Correct. Insane. Mm-hmm. The amount of meat in that sandwich was insane and the amount of consomme dip we got was also insane mm-hmm. it was a side of soup yeah essentially it was a side of soup i've had this twice each time it was phenomenal yeah it was so like literally no notes the only note is jolly holiday you need to bring this back and just leave it on the menu permanently stop making it seasonal Permanent. it's annoying i know they go through some pretty good flavors but no thank you no, this is definitely the best. This is probably the best sandwich I've ever had. It's better than the classic grilled cheese and oh, tomato soup. Hands down. Like just let's let's get rid of that. Correct. I hear the pitchforks coming, but like let's get rid of that and replace it with this. Bella and I took one bite of that original sandwich and we were both like, mm, 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 not it. All right. <laughs> but I will not say, it. I have a runner up on this list. And again I do too. You guys didn't get to try this one, but I'm oh. falling into the same category because this opened in San Francisco. It's the birria ramen. Oh, uh, I'm sure. Look, they're doing good things with birria over there, so I'm not mad. <laughs> not at all. That sounds delicious. My runner-up would have been the breakfast shawarma. Oh, me too. Good one. Yeah, me mine too. would have been the breakfast shawarma at yeah. Avengers Campus. That was so good. And like this, the spicy maple syrup situation that came with it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I still think about that to this day. Yeah, yep. man. Could you imagine if we had that in Disney World? In Animal Kingdom? Ugh. Please. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, that was also delicious and worth talking about. But let's get on a cruise, shall let's. we? Thank you, thank you, Disneyland. Yeah. Great eats, we'll sail right onto a cruise. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Seriously, let's get on a cruise. So I guess I'll go first. We'll, we'll go in the same order. We'll do drink and then snack and then we'll do eat. But for me, drink, I have two and I'm torn because one's a bit ridiculous and one's like actually a cocktail. I can't. I literally can't stop thinking about the world of old fashioned tasting that I did. Thank God, because I have this book on both cruises. <laughs> I both. can't. I I'll she be there help. too. I'll be there. I'll I'll get in a dinghy and I'll meet you wherever you are, <laughs> and I'll just hop right back off Disney. I promise. I'll just like I'll just hop on, hop off. But I can't stop thinking about the delicious, amazing, wonderful four different types of old fashions that I got to try. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I so. If you are an old-fashioned fan, and you know that we are on this podcast, we stand old fashions. But if you and and you're doing a cruise, book this tasting. That is all I have to say. Book the tasting, like Bethany. Be smart and book the tasting. You booked two, like so. You got one on the wish too. Mm-hmm. And nice. It, I tried to do it with Cody and David, but there was only one slot, so I just booked it. <laughs> smart. But I said, you know what? If we try to add people to it, it's going to be easier if one of us is already in it. <laughs> Exactly. That's true. It's <laughs> it is called... Cody's birthday week, so I might send him in my place. But you know, it's in called my mind strategy. Right exactly. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. But the other the other cocktail that's just a cocktail that doesn't involve booking a whole tasting would be the pop spritzes over at yes. on the wish, mm-hmm. over in the adult area, mm-hmm. the Cove Bar. At the Cove Bar, yeah. Um, and 
these were, I think, four different cocktails that came with house-made fruit pops that came inside the cocktail. Yep. So my favorite was the mango and tagine, and it came with tequila with Topo Chico. <laughs> yeah, writing. I'm notes. writing this down, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it, it came. It came with tequila and I think a strawberry guava Topo Chico with a mango and tagine literal pop ice pop inside of it. Love it. It was so good. They also had a strawberry basil that came with Moet Chandon. That's what I got. Rosé. That's what I got. That was also <laughs> so delicious. Yep. And to me, it was just like such a fun kind of whimsical take on a cocktail, but it also screamed vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I was here for it every time. Yep. But they that. were delicious. They were absolutely delicious. The only negative that I will say about that area the, the cocktail was great, but definitely get your cocktail and go And elsewhere. leave, yeah. Because it was, it was giving, unfortunately, Carnival Cruise vibes. You know, oh. Like... Take another sip of your cocktail. We know. Yeah, yeah. We, this is the best we... of episode. Okay, I'm we're... sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Remember, we're not spicy tonight. Sorry, sorry. Never mind. The cocktail, get it. She compares Disney Cruise Line to Carnival Cruises. There goes oh. our hosted well. cruise next year. <laughs> dash. Dreams it's giving dash. Carnival. <laughs> Look, you'll see when you get know, there, you'll understand. Okay. I get it. I get it. Anyways, but no, it was it's beautiful though. Anyway, okay, mine. Oh no, Bethany. no, no. I want to hear yours because you were both oh. on the wish. Okay. Well, you already know what I'm gonna say. It's the Mrs. T. Ah, yes. At what is it called? Oh, at the Rose Lounge. The Rose Lounge. Yeah. On the wish as well. Yeah. I wanted to say Enchanted, Enchanted Rose. Rose. Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> kind yeah. of. It is the Mrs. T cocktail they make it in a teapot and mm-hmm. then they pour it into a beautiful teacup on a saucer and it is like glass it's not china tea no, set the tea, it's like the, the it's a see-through yeah glass you can see set, through yeah. it correct and it is just gorgeous and i i love this and the cocktail also was delicious it has selva ray white belvedere pear and ginger passion fruit green tea and moe imperial rosé which we all know i love um literally one of the best cocktails I've ever had, period. I can't wait. So, it phenomenal. was just like, Look. it was Bella to literal a T. I don't mean that well, sarcastically. So it was perfect. It was beautiful. It had champagne. It had all the wonderful flavors in there. It was It was Beauty so and the delicious. Beast themed. What more does she want? <laughs> what more? So it was funny because I went up to the host stand to check us in, I yes, believe. And then did. she sat down at the bar and she's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's get a drink. So I come back to the bar and she's just sipping on this like <laughs> teacup. Tea and I'm like, where did this go from? I love it. Be, oh, your, it's... be your best bougie crew self, Bella. Honestly, I was Look. like, who is this woman? I'm like, hey. It's it's <laughs> want to grab a dinner? Yeah. <laughs> it was the, it's the best tasting cocktail. And also, I think... Yes, it is me. 100% this cocktail was made for me. And I loved it. So I can't wait to try it. And I'm looking on Amazon for glass tea sets. Yeah, <laughs> actually, though. Well, that's your next recreation at home, Colin. <laughs> oh, Bethany. She's got I, expensive taste. I don't know yeah, I think I know what yours is, if I have to guess. I think I, I know think what yours do, is. Because I don't no? think I've ever talked about this. 
Oh, okay. Okay, oh, go okay. ahead then. Go I ahead. think everybody would think the balsamic grande, which, yes, excellent choice. Yes, that's what choice. I was going to think. Okay. Yeah, it's a great choice. But I decided, because you two are bougie, so I figured you go with bougie cocktails, which I was correct. And I'm going to go with my favorite pool sipping cocktail, because I uh-huh. had one that Love I really, this. really liked. And it was the Ciroc Culotta, which essentially was like a pina colada, but it wasn't frozen, which we don't love frozen drinks over here. And it was made with coconut water. So it was super light and refreshing, but gave you all the vibes of a pina colada. I absolutely love this. It came in, you know, the fancy plastic wine glass because you're at the pool, you know, but 10 out of 10. This was, I would say, my favorite drink just because if I think cruise line, I think sitting by the pool and relaxing. And this was a great drink for it. Wow, I love that. See, I love that it's giving inebriation, but also hydration. Hydration. You know, I, I think I, I really love that for you. I really do. I love that for cruises in general because cruises are a marathon. They're not a sprint. You Correct. know? Correct. We're, we're literally riding the wave the whole okay. time. Mm-hmm. See? Love this. All right. Now let's talk about food, shall we? Let's get to the food. Okay. So let's talk snack. I will say we were texting about this today. Snack is a weird thing on Disney Cruise Line because I feel Disney Cruise Line, you just eat all day long. You talk about it being a marathon. It literally is just a food marathon. There's no (laughs) point you like stop eating. You're just casually nibbling on something all day long. So defining snack was a very hard thing to do. Yeah. I I think uh, for me, and I think for you as well, Bethany, it's Mm -hmm. more of just a casual eat. Let's call it a casual eat. Correct. I can walk up somewhere or call a number and this can be delivered to me within like 15 minutes. I consider that a snack. Correct. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Totally. All right, Bella, you go ahead. Well, it's going to be a hot dog. Yeah. (laughs) And and there's something about like, I don't normally get a hot dog in Disney World. I think if they... If they bring back the one from Kisafiri, sure, I would get that oh one. Oh my god, that's Not spicy hot question. dog! Yeah, but I do love a good hot dog, and there is something about a hot dog on a cruise ship, watching the waves go by and your sunburn. You know, like <laughs> there's just like something about it that uh-huh. really calls to me, and it is a classic hot dog. There is nothing. Fr- there's no frills. It is just a hot dog, and you can put whatever you want on it, which is normally for me ketchup and mustard. And that's that. And that's that's my snack. That's what I could probably eat every day that I am on a cruise. You know, you know? it's like our, our, our friend Kyle once told us, he, it gets, we, we, whenever we're together, we always love like having bottles of wine or sharing bottles of wine. And we always save the corks and dates on them. It's really fun. But he, he said one time, he's like, you know, sometimes you think back at like, oh, my God, this wine was so amazing and it was so delicious. And he's like, then you try it again and you're like, this wine is terrible. But it was actually just the situation that you were yeah. in and the people you were drinking it with. Maybe Disney Cruise Line hot dogs are like, I could go buy them at Costco right now, yeah, but yeah. it's not going to taste the same. No, it is not. <laughs> like, no. The situation no, it... is everything. Correct. And I feel the need to piggyback off this because that is the same with my snack, which is the chicken tendies. Yeah. I always like, I rip on them in Disney World, but I'm just saying the chicken tendies on Disney Cruise Line hit different. They do. Correct. I'm sorry. It's th- There's just something. It might be the waves <laughs> that's rocking me. I will eat these things. <laughs> things every single day i will get chicken tendies and a hot dog as my midday snack by the pool every day i do not care <laughs> no it is it is just yeah it is an elite food correct on a cruise it, is. Ship. it is correct it's elevated somehow <laughs> which is crazy because both of us never eat these things in the park but you will catch nope. us every time eating these on a disney cruise yep. and they taste so good yep 
they do. They do. Mm -hmm. They really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But even just like walking up and getting a plate full of fruit, you know what I mean? Like you can walk and just okay, go like, I, no, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> like you can, it, it all is good. All right. It all is good. All right, it's all delicious. We're over um, here snacking on hot dogs and chicken tendies. He's like, my plate of fruit. <laughs> no, but like you could just walk up and get, get a whole thing of saying, grapes, still. you know, and pineapple slices and watermelon slices yeah, yeah, to go yeah, with yeah. your hot dog okay, and your chicken fine. tenders. Yeah, that's true. Balance. It's called balance. No, mine is actually anything at Donald's Cantina mm. on The Wish. It was delish. It was really good. I mean, essentially, I hate to call it like a Chipotle at sea, and that, that's the only thing I can equate it to for those of you who haven't been on The Wish. But that's essentially what it is. It's this like Tex-Mex build-your-own bowl or burrito situation. But they had a whole station of sauces. They had jalapeno ranch. They had avocado crema. They had all these amazing sauces to put on there. They had... Mango salsa, pineapple salsa, delicious, delicious things to make a really fresh, amazing tasting bowl that I literally just walked up and ordered and they made it in front of me. It was delicious. So when you go on the wish, Bethany. Oh, I'm already there. Go to Donald's Cantina. In my mind. Yeah, yeah. go there. I mean, you're going to be so full, but like, don't care. go to, go to no, the Cantina. Yeah, go there. I think you said in one of our cruise line episodes last year, we did a whole cruise series. I think you specifically said it's not a cruise unless they wheel me off of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. words beautiful words to live by yeah not just pretty words you know Correct. that's real life Correct. yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> um all right let's talk about best eat yes let's do it let's go so bethany I'll your start. turn i i had a lot of trouble with this one because i've just had so many things that i truly loved but one that is tried and true for me that I really love is the calzone that is up at Palo. I absolutely love it. It's prosciutto, basil, bell peppers, and mozzarella cheese. 10 out of 10, one of my favorite things I've ever eaten. It is well, perfection. And I love, I do love brunch up there. I think it's $50 a person now, but it's all you can eat. And challenge accepted but the import the flour from italy it's the double zero flour it is so good they have a wood fire oven on a cruise ship i love that for them <laughs> that seems slightly dangerous safe. but i love that you know yeah. what i'm saying but it's so good i usually share it with the table begrudgingly because we have a lot of other things to eat but it's so good and i'm, I'm so a right. sucker for a good calzone stromboli i would consider it a stromboli and not a calzone because it does not have ricotta cheese in it and i feel like ricotta to me is uh, yeah. critical in a calzone but that could be my jersey self so sure well you would be correct <laughs> so. says the other jersey person <laughs> correct that's right jersey the state of new jersey has spoken correct yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right bella Okay, well, mine is kind of obvious, I think, to my yeah, to anyone that's probably listened to our Disney Cruise Line episodes, but it is the lemon dessert. Mm. Yeah. Oh. From they have it at Remy at the dessert experience and they also have it at Enchante at the dessert experience. We've had it at both. Um and I Just I'm, as good both places. Correct. And I'm happy <laughs> to say that it's at both locations because it is just that good. It is essentially a it has like it's a lemon and lime. It, it looks like a it's, lemon. It's called, it's actually called the citron. Yes. So it's all things citrus. Right. So like inside yeah. has a lime curd, kind of like a, it, it's very just complicated. <laughs> They've explained it. It takes a few days to make. There are many layers, but essentially it looks like an actual lemon. The outside is this white chocolate. And I'm not a big white chocolate fan, but there is something about the citrus and the chocolate in this that just pairs so well together. And it is that tart and sweet 
that that just just goes so well together and it is phenomenal it is a delicious bite and it is so I think underrated I know it's it's obviously in both locations because it is kind of a star mm-hmm. dessert but I you can only get it at these dessert experiences so it's I think underrated in that sense because I don't think not that many people have had the pleasure of enjoying it yeah and consider yourselves influencers because I did book the dessert experience on the fantasy just for this because y'all have talked about it enough and I it's, need to try it it's I mean I don't want to say that we've never shoot you wrong on dessert because we introduced you to the Narcuzzi's cheesecake but <laughs> we know desserts spoiler, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, spoiler alert yeah <laughs> foreshadowing <laughs> um, but we know, I will like what we, we know desserts. I know sweets. Yeah. I think I've proven that over the past two years, but this is the most beautifully complex, but also so simple and straightforward dessert I've ever seen. It looks like, like when they bring the plate to you, it looks like a lemon. You're yeah. like, this is a lemon on a plate. Mm-hmm. And it's no, surprise. it's pa- surprise, surprise, Shoday. <laughs> it is paper, paper thin white chocolate mm-hmm. with a beautiful lemon mousse and then a lime super tart lime curd all the way on the inside it's layered it's beautiful it's amazing it's so 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 delicious but i'm going to bring up one other plate that i still think about today and it's exclusively at enchante on the tasting menu so this is also exclusive and bougie but do you expect anything less no it is the tomato course uh on wow how could i forget how see but i didn't and that's why it's here for me <laughs> there you go it's the tomato course and it was the first course that we got on our tasting menu when we were dining at Enchante. And literally every single thing on the plate is made of tomatoes in some different form. They made us a flan of pure tomato encased in a beautiful... I don't, I, don't, I hate to call it a tomato jelly because it's not. And I feel like I'm offending Adobe. anyone in that kitchen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate to do that. But it was the most beautifully delicious and light sweet and savory thing I've ever eaten and it came with a side of chilled tomato water with an ice cube that was also made of tomato water for one course I was like my mind was blown and it was so delicious and I literally can't stop thinking about it you know I have Enchante booked for dinner but I was going to cancel it but now I feel like I have to go I know, and it's not. It is on the tasting menu. But I guess you could order a la carte. I think, I think you can order that one a la carte. Yep, and if you do decide to do a la carte, that is, you think like, oh, tomato, whatever. No. I'm but getting that something is, fancy. That was one of the most delicious and like profound things I've ever eaten. I it agree. was amazing. Mm-hmm. So there we go. I had to bring it up. Love that. You guys yep. just made me very excited for The Wish because I've never done The Wish, but I'm doing it in February of next year. So You're going to love it. I feel like the food. this section of the podcast was purely selfish on my part. So I can yeah. let you guys talk and literally take notes. <laughs> Love that. Take written notes. That's what I'm doing yes. right now. But honestly, we talked about this in our group chat too. But like, I feel like there's so much good food on Disney Cruise Line that it just deserves to be talked about more. Because mm-hmm. honestly, it, I could sweep all these categories on Cruise Line alone. For sure. I think what this is saying is 2024 is the year of cruise line for the Main Street dish. It is. And it, and it's your year. This is your sign. If you have not booked one, do it. <laughs> I'm literally going back to back in January yep. and February. I got two okay. days off that I'll be in Disney Book World. Book it. Tell them, tell them we sent you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
But yeah, <laughs> Disney Cruise Line can do no wrong for me. I like from the second you step <clears throat> off the ship, I cannot wait to be back on the ship. Yes. Yep. It, it's it's beautifully tragic when you step mm-hmm. off that ship. It's it's so such mm-hmm. an amazing way to vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's hop to Disney World, shall we? Our bread and butter, our our home sweet home, and let's start with drink. Mm-hmm. And I'll go first, actually. Okay. And the best drink I've had this year is a drink that I just, again, feel like I've manifested since Disney is listening. And it is indeed the Amarula Coconut Ice Coffee from Kosafiri. Wow. Mm. That one came in last minute because you just had that. It really did. And then it just was like, nope, I'm here. And this is exactly what you've always wanted. They literally one-upped the regular one by adding coconut to it for you, Colin. The coconut, the sweetened condensed milk the amarula it is just the way that i want to start every single animal kingdom morning i have for the rest of my life so disney if you're listening if you take that off the menu (laughs) i will i will i'll probably i'll first i'll cry definitely i'll definitely cry definitely big big ugly cry for sure and then i'll protest probably i'll I'll chain myself to the tree of life Like, someone come remove the man on the tree of life. <laughs> Trespass him for life. Thank you. Yes, yeah, that. Yeah. They're going to be like, he's protesting a drink? Yeah. A, co- a coffee. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Okay, you know what? It's important to him, okay? Yeah, the troops will rally with me. But it is it is delicious, and it is the best drink I've had this year. Mm-hmm. Love that. Boom. Enough said. Next. Bella? Okay. All right. So... This is not going to be the first time we go to Kappa on my list. Um, but it, <laughs> I mean, Kappa's going to make some appearances. Yeah, correct. So it is the gin and tonic and the vodka tonic at Kappa at the Four Seasons. I had the vodka tonic. I tasted Stunning. your gin and tonic. They're both incredibly gorgeous. Mm-hmm. What I love about this cocktail is that it is light and easy drinking. And I think that for me, that's kind of the key to a good cocktail. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like something that... It's like a one and done type of thing for me. I like one that I can envision myself drinking a few of, <laughs> you know, like and like casually just <laughs> I'll kinda, have like, more. Ha- yeah, like that's that's the type of cocktail that I normally go for. Mm-hmm. So for me, I really enjoy the vodka and tonic. I do also like gin. Obviously, I love gin, but I would get either, and they were phenomenal. They were, and the only reason you didn't order the gin one is because we all were going to order it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> like exactly. Yeah, like we all saw it on the menu and we're like, yes, done, sold. And I, I and it comes with this sphere of ice too, perfection. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's beautiful. They mm-hmm. just make it look so pretty. And it was, I don't know, sometimes like you've, if you've ever gone to the bar and gotten a gin and tonic and it's just like whatever. Boring. Exactly. So for this to be on my list means that it is obviously a little <laughs> bit more elevated than usual. Did yours have a, a wedding bouquet inside of it? Yeah, no? exactly. <laughs> Lame. Exactly. <laughs> Correct. So that's mine. Good, excellent choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I I hinted at mine earlier in this episode because I'm drinking one now. It is the Mozart moment from our favorite bartender over at Tune and Lounge, Bucky. Bucky. I told him earlier this year when I met him the first time. He's from Jersey, so obviously we bonded. And then he's been making Mozart moments ever since. The first one, there's there's three Mozart moments, and I think there's only two that I'm actually technically allowed to talk about at this point. The third one is um up and coming, so you're gonna have to stay tuned for that one. The first Mozart moment he ever made was the coconut, which was like a German chocolate cake. So it was Mozart, coconut rum, 
absolutely delicious. The first time I met him, he was like, you look so familiar. And he was like, I was just watching your video about Italy. And we bonded on our hate for Italy about festivals. Like he was like, I was watching it right before I came to work. And then so he followed me and he said, I know you like spicy things. So then he made what I am drinking now, the Mozart moment with chili liqueur. And it is so good. If you ever go in a tuna lounge and Bucky's there, 10 out of 10, ask him for a Mozart moment. If you want the spicy one, it is the chocolate martini, except for instead of Frangelica, it is the chili liqueur. And then there is a third one that I honestly think might be my favorite that you might. It's, it's, it's good. so good. It's and so good. I've been told I, can't, I believe I still can't say anything about it on the internet yet. So around February, come back and we will give you the the hint on this one but I feel like you know what I feel like I feel like they all deserve names you know what I mean I feel like the first one can be the cocoa moment you know what I mean because it's like coconut you know the second one can be a spicy moment and the third one we have plenty of time correct we have plenty of time to come up with a good moment name there but Bucky let's let's think tank this okay yeah correct I already have plans to take Dar there my mother in January and he is going to make her all three Mozart moments so you'll get the Dar taste test of the Mozart moment Will tune in have a flight moment? Oh, right. Maybe. Maybe. We're just recreating the menu at tune in. I'm never mad about that. <laughs> Honestly, if if that was our place, that's completely it it's fine. A good spot. It's that's a good completely spot. fine. Oh, and especially last time you worked there, wasn't Bucky working behind the bar with his daughter? Yeah, he was working Isn't with his daughter like on Thanksgiving. The coolest thing. And I was there with my dad, and I was like, "Oh, this is so much fun!" So, see, I love him. If you if you are ever in Hollywood Studios, you go in, you see Bucky. Just tell him I said hello. You literally can tell him I said hello. He'll know. Yeah, he won't be But yeah, that is my my Mozart moment. So thank you, Colin, for coming up with that hashtag for Mozart as a company and all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're welcome. You're welcome, Mozart. And we exactly. are we are we are open and ready for collaboration. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Is it snack time? It's snack time. It's snack time. Let's go to snack. So it's Bella's turn for for to go first. Okay. So this one is gonna. I don't think either of you are gonna guess this. Mine so too. Really? Oh, oh, I love okay. this. Mine's mine's yeah. Okay. 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 So mine is actually an item at Food and Wine. Oh. Which oh. surprising. Yeah. The impossible buffalo chicken tenders. Oh. oh. Yeah. An excellent choice. I sometimes these photos will pop up when I'll go through my photos or on Instagram or whatever, and I see those buffalo chicken tenders and I'm like, dang, those were good. And it's one of those things that <laughs> you don't yeah. think that it would be good. Yeah. But the consistency, it really tasted like chicken. It's impossible. It's I know. Impossible. And what I really loved, to be honest, was the buffalo flavor. That yeah. is what sold me on it. And the blue cheese, which again was plant-based, which is crazy, was just so good. And this is a snack that I would get time and time again if they offered it. So I hope they bring it back next year for food and wine. And I never thought a oh, food and wine better. item would be on my list, but here we are. Here we are. Also, we I are. feel like best of 2023 has to be impossible. Because yeah. we talked about it in the Festival of the Holidays episode. where It wasn't until that very moment that we found out it was impossible chorizo. Yeah. Impossible. Also, if you want to work with us, we'd love to. Yeah. You fool sure. us. So you fooling us. Yeah. <laughs> many Especially times. with those chicken tenders, man. But those I, were good. We ordered those portion. so many times. Yeah. We ordered them so many times and we finished them every I, time i good. just 
They didn't I, stand a chance on the table. They did I not. am a big buffalo chicken person, and it is it's yeah. you think it's simple, but it's not right. Yeah. Like sometimes the flavor of the buffalo sauce just does not work. It's either too saucy, not enough sauce. It just doesn't have enough vinegar. I thought the sauce that they chose for this was perfect. It had just the mm-hmm. the bite of like spice that was needed and the vinegar aspect to it. So for me, I love these, and it is something that I consistently think about. And I want more of. So you know what I think is interesting too. Such a key ingredient in buffalo sauce is butter, and obviously yeah. they didn't use butter because it was all plant based. Yeah. So crazy, killing it. Yeah, killing it. They are. So. All right, Bethany. Okay, so I when I was looking at a snack, I chose something that is technically not a snack, but it's in the same price range as a snack. So I'm going to let it qualify because I have been on my kids' meals kick in yeah. Disney mm. of finding good kids' meals. And I have been craving this sandwich like nobody's business. I am talking about the turkey sandwich over at Woody's Lunchbox. It comes with like a Dijonese spread on it. It's on a whole wheat bread. It's thick cut turkey. It comes with your choice of sides, potato barrels, tomato soup, a cutie. Mm. I love this so much. And it's under eight bucks, which is cheaper than the spring rolls in Magic Kingdom. So for that sole purpose, this turkey sandwich is making my best of snack. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. I want to eat it again on this next trip. I will be eating it again. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe. Exactly. Colin, what's yours? So mine is actually up at Dahlia Lounge. Oh. And it is the ham and cheese sandwich. Oh. Dang, Colin, you're really coming in with the best of the end of la- this year. Yeah. But how could I not talk about this sandwich? Correct. So this is a serrano ham with manchego cheese with a roasted garlic aioli honey on a toasted baguette. And this was, again, a recommendation by the bartender. We were not going to order this, but exactly in his words, he was like, I would look at this menu and be like, oh, a ham and cheese. No. And then I take a bite and you're like, oh, heck yes, this ham and cheese. It was so delicious. The garlic, the sweetness of the honey, the saltiness of that serrano ham on that toasted baguette. It was a perfect bite. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. It was perfect. And again, I don't know if we're talking situ- – I think this transcends the situational. The first thing we had when we got down there, there were so many things that were I, – I, the first time I'd seen my sister in a little bit. Like there were so many things that were in that. But this ham and cheese was so amazing and so unassuming. And I think that's why it rocketed to the top of my bar snack. Fully agree. For sure. It was delicious. It was a pleasant surprise because I agree. Love that. that. I was like, do we really want it? We we almost didn't order it. Oh, thank God now, we did. It's just, I'm craving sandwiches because that's on my list too of things. I've talked about that so many times since I've been home. Yeah, it's so I'm good. Like, but this it's ham so good. Sandwich. Everybody's <laughs> like, okay, Bethany. <laughs> yeah, I went to Disney and got a ham sandwich. Yeah, no, I did, exactly. and I will again. I yes. will do it again. Watch me. Great um, choice, yeah. though. Yeah, great choices. Great choices all around. Actually, yeah. good for us. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go to dessert. Um, I believe is do it we Bethany's just say, turn? Oh, do we just say one, two, three? Yeah, one, two, three. Narcosis cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, there's no shocked. other option. This is no. the best dessert in all of Disney. The almond cheesecake from Narcosis is hands down the best dessert on Disney property. Period. Yeah. Beautiful. Ship and it. the whole the whole restaurant was reimagined. The entire menu essentially was reimagined, and the thing that stuck with it was this cheesecake. As, it, as should. it should. Thank you. As it should. <laughs> it's, it's so just, good. 
it's so creamy and delicious and the almonds on the outside look like scales it's so rich that it's shareable but i wouldn't be mad about eating it myself either mm-hmm. but it is literally perfection and the hit of dark cherry that's on there too just really sends it home Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. almond and cherry is really what does it for Amazing. me. Amazing. Other than the fact that this is probably one of the best cheesecake consistencies. like Oh, very valuable. In the point. world. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You know, like I feel sometimes cheesecake can be questionable, right? The consistency can be questionable. But they do such a good job with this cheesecake. I have literally no notes on this. And this is... This will probably be a top dessert for quite some time. I, I yeah, I, I think year to year know? on the podcast, it's going to take a lot to dethrone this. Correct. Like every other thing I think really has switched out a lot for us where we've tried new things. That's why we were so eager to do with this episode is because it's changed so much from last year. But this, I mean, wasn't on, I don't think it was on the list last year because Narcoosies wasn't open. But right. this, I think will be, it will be very hard to dethrone this. Yep. Absolutely. I will say an honorable mention for second was the churros at Kappa. Ah, valid point. The churros at Kappa are oh, very, with that very good. For, for me, yeah, for me that was probably amazing. the second best dessert I've had. A good honorable mention. It won't dethrone the cheesecake, but it was they they are very good if you if you want to get some good churros. And mm-hmm. I mean now you do not have to go and sit through a whole course at Narcuzzi's, which you should. But you don't have to. You can go to the bar seating. You can get a good cocktail. You can get that cheesecake and just enjoy it. And yeah. I think our friend if, Jackie again, did that. Yes, yes, exactly. And in and the bar seating, I have not seen it crowded Mm-mm. at Narcuzzi's, and it's beautiful in there too. But I would just say, if you are a sweets person, if you're a cheesecake fan, <laughs> put this on your list. Do not do not get a reservation. You do not have to go to the bar seating and get this cheesecake. Enough said. Yep. Yep. All right. Moving on down the list. Let's talk about breakfast, shall we? Do we all have the same answer? Yes. Uh, mine might mine might be different, but it's from the same place. Oh. If okay. you're going to tell me that the French toast is better than that sandwich. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I knew it. I knew it. I really liked Colin. it. I did. Oh. I did. Oh. I did. You're, that is not better. I'm sorry. I said what I said. <laughs> It's not. It's I thought not. we weren't being spicy on this episode. I, not towards Disney food. I'm just being spicy towards you. I know. What else? What else is new? She tells me to. Yeah. All right, but we're. Moral of the story is we're going to Sanaa. Yes, over we're going at to Animal Kingdom Lodge Kadani Village. Yes. That entire breakfast was great. Yeah, actually, it really was. Every item was pretty dang good. Was delicious. Was really good. But again, here we're talking about. The savory versus the sweet, okay? Yeah. And there is something for everybody. Yeah. So I, we can just tackle this as a group. On the sweeter side, they had the most delicious French toast with a chai whipped cream, which was phenomenal. Saffron raisins with essentially that raisin reduction. Yeah, like that a you, simple syrup. Yeah, saf- with saffron in it mm-hmm. that you could pour over the French toast. It was just, it was again... Good. It was good. It was it really was. elevated. There was a lot of really delicious things on that forkful for the sweet lover. Now for the savory lover. They AKA had AKA us. Yeah, yes. they had the paratha sandwich which was again just like an explosion of flavor. Yeah, I think it's like the Sana bread service but reimagined for breakfast. Totally. It is so good. It was easily one of my favorite things that I ate. Scrambled eggs, potatoes, marsala, gouda, mm. chermarula, 
and then the papaya on it too my goodness i it was more we said it was more of like a taco because it's essentially like one of the breads you get in the bread service and you kind of eat it like a pita or a taco something in that line this was phenomenal i it was so good and it's it, it it I feel like if Sanaa, this is the type of dish that you would expect from Sanaa breakfast mm-hmm. because Sanaa is just so phenomenal and they do such a great job at making African spices and African food very welcoming, right? Mm-hmm. Very Well, and just so accessible. Accessible you know? and yeah. not scary. And like, non-intimidating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. It, and, and this is a perfect example of that. I think they did such a good job with it being a African-style breakfast, but making it a little bit I don't know just more you know something that we can we we see normally right it's a combination of the two and I thought the flavors were phenomenal the eggs were cooked perfectly I wouldn't change anything on this no and even you saying that the french toast was like such a unique take on french toast but with it still feeling like that it was french toast the average person would like this because it was such a mild introduction to yes. like other flavors while still really embracing them. I was just, Sanaa breakfast is so impressive and it's casual. So you just walk in, walk up to the counter and order. We ordered all five items. Everyone got coffee and our bill was like 80 some odd dollars, which there were six of us. So again, yeah, yeah. for yeah, six and- people to eat breakfast and coffees and we ordered everything also, on the menu. If we're just saying the best, the best breakfast was just Sanaa breakfast in general, the coconut drop biscuits that were on mm. kind of the their version of the bounty platter yeah were also just like so good i would have taken a whole basket full of those or can we add those to the bread service yeah. <laughs> the coconut drop Sinan biscuits knows how to do bread is what we're saying honestly those were so delicious yeah. too but they had a they had a benedict that was the benedict was good it was probably it's crazy that the benedict normally is like people love a benedict but i think it was our least favorite because it yeah. was the most basic mm-hmm. there were so many delicious things yeah there. the granola bowl was also Super fresh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Fresh. Very elevated. Yeah. And beautiful <laughs> to look at. Yeah. Right? It's just, you cannot go wrong with Sanaa breakfast. I think they do. And and I'm so glad. I actually wouldn't have even known. We about stumbled these down items. there. Yeah, yeah. Totally. If if we weren't staying there. So I'm, I'm so happy we did. And it is definitely worth a trip over there <laughs> to have breakfast because the breakfast is that good. And it's not a traditional sit down breakfast. So is it crazy to say, you know, you're going to take a trip somewhere just to get essentially quick service quick breakfast? Service, yeah. it, just because of the quality of this, I would say no. It's not crazy. No, and it was so, so quiet in there. How yeah. nice was it to just sit there? There were, I don't know, five tables and full of correct. people. That's it. And on top of that, the most beautiful setting because you're looking out over the savannah. Yes. And there's birds, Bella and I's favorite. <laughs> but giraffes and zebras. Yeah. Debra. Yes. Deborah the zebra, she was out She's on out there. the savannah. Jeffrey the giraffe, yeah. Yep, but I'm telling you, Sanaa, best breakfast food. It's just like best breakfast in general. I, I mean, name me a better breakfast if we're really being honest. I don't Honestly, think I can't. can. I know. Like, that, that's the problem. No, that that's not just a good straightforward breakfast. This Correct. is just so unique. Mm-hmm. Such unique flavors and really elevated basic fare. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't wait to go back, honestly. All right, here's a big question. Best festival. I guess it's my turn to go first, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm definitely going Festival of the Arts. I am new to Festival of the Arts, and I have to go Festival of the Arts. And I'm shocked at myself because Flower and Garden to me is just superior. But when I think back at just plates that I found to be so delicious, I go back to Festival of the Arts. 
Yeah. I Delicious mean, honestly, and beautiful. And beautiful. That wild boar that was at Pastoral Plates, I still dream about that wild boar. That plate alone makes Festival of the Arts the best festival. Dang, I think I just need to book a ticket and we all need to go. I can't. Bella hasn't been to Festival she of the has, Arts. She has. I know. And I, I, know. I can't yeah. look at her in the eye right now. Conlin, I'm going to agree with you. Festival of the Arts is my favorite. I The the dishes are just beautiful and tasty. And it's also a manageable festival. That's I, huge. I yes. feel like food and wine is just so unmanageable at this point. There's so many different booths. There's so much to choose from. It is so intimidating to show up to festivals like that. And then on top of it, the artwork everywhere is just stunning. I love the 3D chalk art, everything. And then Colin surprised me this year. And I genuinely can't tell you the last time I've actually been surprised. And you walked into the Odyssey and I had no idea you were coming. Zero. That's the second time she swore on camera. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) Um, Not only that, I dropped the loudest F-bomb for all of the Odyssey. So apologies on that one. (laughs) But yeah, no, it was, we had a, a great time and it was awesome. That was a, that was a fun festival, but the food there to me, I just, it's good and beautiful. The beautiful really gets me because I feel they pay such close attention to making food seem like art. Right. Absolutely. Bella, you need, you definitely need to go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what's your favorite festival that's not Festival of the Arts? <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I'm actually, I'm not necessarily torn, but... I think before we went to Festival of the Holidays, I would have put Festival of the Holidays as my top. However, I was a little disappointed this year by the food and the mm-hmm. lack of new food items. Totally. Yeah. So that's the why... turkey poutine can only do so much. Correct. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, that was the best, but like it that was. was the best by far, and Correct. that's unfortunate. Usually, we have a few items. I even think food and wine food was better than Festival of the Holidays this year, which. I mean, obviously, just by sheer volume, right? Food yeah, there has, had, there had the chance of that, right? But Flower and Garden is going to be my top. It is beautiful. The food is always fresh and delicious. Mm-hmm. They know what food items should continue each year and which items they should, you know, kind of like change <laughs> up. So I appreciate that. So it's Flower and Garden for me. And also Flower and Garden just holds a, a special place in my heart. So it will be hard to dethrone yeah. because of that. I think I've gone to Flower and Garden Every year for years at this point. It's the only festival I think I've really haven't missed in quite a while. So for me, that's my number one. But if I go to Festival of the Arts, I I can see how that would take over my number one spot because it's small Mm -hmm. like Festival of the Holidays, which is why I usually would kind of gravitate towards Festival of the Holidays. It's also beautiful in a different way. Right. Exactly. Exactly. um, Colorful colorful exactly. but i i do think something to be said for flower and garden it's the best that epcot ever looks oh yeah without better it. better than christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> better 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 than festival of the arts honestly better yeah. it's just yeah. it is a beautiful it smells beautiful it has my favorite dessert uh, from any yes. festival mm. the chocolate mm-hmm. yep the chocolate cake so i know but i will say so the festival of the arts the dark forest cake at Germany at oh, the pastoral so plate was also really good. Okay, well, look, I'm going he's, off of my like, experience here. She's like, cough okay. muzzle it. Yeah. <laughs> Just Thanks stop. so much for continuing to rub this into my face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about lounges, shall we? Talk about lounges? Let's. Yeah. All right, Bella, you're up. Okay. <laughs> so it's, 
I actually think, and this is because of our last trip, I actually think I'm going to go with Dahlia Lounge. Oh, my God. I, I, you're not choosing Enchanted Rose? I'm not. Someone resuscitate me right now. <laughs> I'm not. And <laughs> and I think the reason being, and, and this is kind of going to be in both categories because we're also going to talk about underrated. Mm-hmm. I think Dahlia Lounge is also underrated. Agreed. And I think that it's that quiet atmosphere that I kind of gravitate towards more. And I think the food and the drinks, I don't know. There's just something about it that just seems a little bit more casual and homey mm-hmm. than Enchanted Rose or, mm-hmm. um, I, and you know, I was going to, Nomad Lounge obviously was kind of up there as well for me, but for me, it's Dahlia. I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed the time that we had there. And I love the fact that Coronado is I think one of, out of most of the resorts with these nice lounges, Coronado is great. Like the price of Coronado is great. So you're, mm-hmm. the chance of you staying there is probably a little bit higher. And the fact that right, they have right. this really quality lounge up at the top of the hotel is huge. Agreed. I mean, the price per room at Coronado compared to the price per room at yep. Grand Floridian is quite different. And you um, don't need a park ticket to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So for me, it's Dahlia. I get that. I I agree with the even just the overall noise level. It is yeah. quiet and it's nice because yeah. you feel like you can have conversations with people, and it not be overwhelming and it not be hustle and bustle and busy. Mm-hmm. I think it's enough off the beaten path too of like the monorail bar crawl, which you know Enchanted Rose would be on. That that's why it's not as insanely crazy. Yeah, you're not going to be going here and then probably going somewhere else. This is kind of like your one uh, stop. Three bridges. For the night. Three bridges. Well, I, I mean, like <laughs> other hotels, but correct. Three bridges, correct. I also like, too, the type of seating that they have in there. They have yeah. bar seating that they have a kind of a casual couch type of situation in the um, bar. And then they also have outdoor seating on the patio. So they have a couple of options, and I like the size of it. I don't think it's too small. Mm-hmm. It's not also too large. And, and the drinks. I mean, the drinks were great. The food that we got was really good. Um, so, the bartenders were amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, who would have thought? But this is my number one lounge for this year. Love that. Mm-hmm. And also underrated. So it's kind of a oh both. Oh, yeah, it's kind dipped. of a, okay, it was yeah. it was yeah double dipped. Okay. Yeah, so love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Bellevue over at um, the Boardwalk. Mm-hmm. I love Bellevue. I think if you're over in Epcot or Hollywood Studios, both can kind of close early, like 9 p.m. And especially when I'm down there and I'm down there with people I don't get to see that often. Like, you know, we don't get to see each other all the time in person or my friends that live down there. We always kind of look for like a late night place to just hang out and talk. It can get a little loud in there every once in a while, but there's seating outside that overlooks that courtyard that is boardwalk. And it's good. My one complaint about Bellevue is a lot of times they'll have one bartender and the line to get a drink will take literally forever. It -hmm. takes so long because it is becoming popular. But sitting out on that little overlook and looking at that courtyard area to me is just perfection after a busy day in the park. I love it. And they also make a great Mozart moment. If you see Megan, she'll make you a good Mozart moment. A Megan moment. Yeah. A Megan moment. A Megan Mozart moment. Yeah, totally. Especially, oh my gosh, that pumpkin spice one she made. Mm -hmm. Wow, 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 wow. We just beg bartenders to use Mozart in a drink (laughs) and we say, go wild. And that's what they (laughs) do. People all the time are like, how do you order these? And I'm like, just tell them you want Mozart and then tell them they can be as creative as you want them to be. I love that. Mm hmm. Because if I was the bartender back there, I would, I personally would love that. I would enjoy it. I'd be like, I have a playground of 
booze to play with. Let's have fun. Correct. So Bellevue, it's funny because Bellevue is on is my underrated place. Oh, well. So we're kind of all so. like crossing in and out. But I mean, no, I mean, Nomad Lounge has to be mentioned. It is. Yeah. I I feel personally, it is the best in park lounge in all of Disney World. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, and. I, w- I would even say, honestly, in Disneyland, too, I, I preferred in Inland or World, I prefer Nomad Lounge. I feel, again, we say it every time, the vibe is immaculate. And I know that it's always top of my list and best because I will change or build my entire park schedule around Nomad time. Mm-hmm. We did this so, time. <laughs> we, totally. And, and, and we always have. We have for years. So I know that it's critical and important for me to make that a priority in my vacation and do I wish that we would get a refreshed cocktail list? Totally. Cocktails? Yes, but there was new food last time we went. New food. And it was just kind of the new food. And some of that new food was delicious. The chicken mm-hmm. skewers were really good. But you know, when you've been, again, it's, it's a privilege to go to Disney right. often. It is a privilege, I know. But this menu has been, I think, the same since very close to opening. Mm-hmm. And there's been very little change to the standard menu. They've had seasonal drinks come in and out. But I do, I would love a little bit of a refresh on that menu. But you can't go wrong with really any cocktail on that list. You can't go wrong with sitting out there watching the character cavalcades float by. It's really, truly an amazing way to sit and spend your vacation or an Animal Kingdom day for sure. So Nomad's up there for me. Yeah, a great place for conversation. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's casual. Like, it's fun. It's so casual. And it's yep. and it's a great place for kids, too. They have totally. a kid's menu, especially if you're sitting outside. The cavalcades come by. No one gets mad if your kid gets up and goes to look over at the cavalcades. Like, oh, my gosh. Against, uh, no, the no little girl cares. who wanted to see Santa, I was like, go. Santa's right there. I was like, come I'll hold on, you sweetie. up. It's fine. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm not weird. I have a kid. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a kid, but I swear it's not weird. <laughs> She wants to see Santa too. Um, Disney's a spe- special place for that. It's a great spot, though. Yeah, but it's a it's a great spot. But if we roll into my underrated, then it's Bellevue. If we roll into underrated places, which is next on our list, underrated places in Disney, Bellevue for sure is my underrated place. I just think it's a hidden gem. There are so many instances where people are like, "Where? I don't know what mm-hmm. you're talking about." And I and and not that we we this is the total anti gatekeeping situation, but we have so many awesome memories of just sitting. And enjoying Bellevue Lounge, that everyone should have those awesome memories of sitting and enjoying Bellevue Lounge. So my place is Bellevue, and for all the other reasons that Bethany mentioned, a hundred percent. I think people overlook it too because it's it's off the boardwalk. Like you have an like abracadabra is like right there. Yeah, correct. You have all those things on the boardwalk: jelly rolls, the dance hall. If that's your journey, <laughs> love yeah, that sure. for you. Love that for love you. That. Love um, it for not you. my journey in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but yeah. It's off the beaten path enough that I don't feel like people know about it. Totally. Yeah. Bella was totally. yours. It was Dahlia. Dahlia Lounge. Yep. yep. Sweep and her best lounge. I actually did restaurants for mine. I got two restaurants that I think are underrated. Okay. One, we did a whole episode on this place-ish, Ravello, over at Four oh, Seasons. Yeah. Totally. It is so underrated. This was the number one place that I told my mom. I was like, I'm taking you to Ravello. So we're going to Ravello when we're down there next because... The food is phenomenal. The service is great. And just the Four Seasons is beautiful in general. The entire Four Seasons is underrated. That was (laughs) going to be it. That was going to be my underrated. But I was like, too much? (laughs) (laughs) 
Do we talk about it too much? <laughs> no. And the other place I had like a tie is Sanaa for breakfast and lunch. Because I also went for lunch on my previous trip before we all went down together and got the burger there. And my word, it was like, you could tell it was fresh charred. You know, it's not cooked on a griddle. It's click- cooked over the open flame. It had like this amazing goat cheese on it that was a little bit spicy. 10 out of 10. I was like, Sanaa, lunch, breakfast and lunch is so underrated and so overlooked because everybody talks about the bread service. You can get that at lunch. Don't get me wrong. I did. Mm -hmm. But like the food at lunch, those specialty, there's two items that are only there for lunch. So overlooked. Totally. Yep. Absolutely. I feel like another one to mention is always Bar Riva. I feel it's always something that Mm -hmm. slips people's mind. It's, It's kind of not... It's not a breakfast place, but it's an amazing, especially lunch. Like you said, that's when yeah. you said lunch. I was like, yeah, Bariva lunch too. Totally it's deserves to be talked about. Easy Skyliner ride from mm-hmm. Epcot and Hollywood Studios too. I go there often in the middle of my park day to kind of break it up and relax a bit, stack some lightning lanes and mm-hmm. relax. Re-energize re- and hit the parks again, man. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we're on to quick service. All right, Bethany, you're up. All right. Mine? Not in a park and in Disney Springs. I'm going with the Polite Pig. We all This was my runner-up. This was my runner-up. Okay. It is. I think it's some of the best barbecue in Disney World at such a reasonable price. We all went and the three of us ordered the butcher board, which is like 45-ish dollars, and then got the seasonal special, which was like a turkey smash turkey dinner yeah situation but i think the three of us could have easily split the butcher board and very much been content and for 45 dollars, i think that's a great deal their barbecue is excellent it is very very good the service there is great as well you go up to the counter and order so it's technically quick quick service but then you have a server where they come to your table and if you need more drinks or anything, they came and got us every single barbecue sauce they had. He All made us sauces. a custom barbecue sauce where he's like, I mixed these two together. I think they're great. I love the Plate Pig. Can do no wrong. They do a great annual pass discount too. So honestly. And, and the sweet tea old fashioned. Was yeah, the drinks so are outstanding good. there too. <laughs> so good. They have a full bar in there as well mm-hmm. that you could sit at. It was delicious, delicious food. And that's why it was my runner up because I do think, again, like you said, some of the best barbecue I've ever had in Disney. Some of the best sauces yeah. I've had. I feel like barbecue is only as good as the sauce game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For me. And that, I think it was the Alabama white sauce or whatever oh, it was. Oh, that, that was the, so good. The sassafras sauce. It was so good. I could have bathed in it. I don't know. And also that vinegary mustard, mm. too, was so delicious. So there were so many delicious things. The sweet tea, old-fashioned, was just perfect and situational to sip on that sweet tea, old-fashioned, have delicious barbecue. Man. That was a good time. And that's why it was my runner. But I mean, my number one, I, and especially kind of our last trip solidified it, is Woody's Lunchbox. And oh, it always has me been. Me too. Okay. <laughs> me too. We ordered so much of Woody's. And we, we've kind of dabbled in Woody's Lunchbox just because it's always so difficult to get a mobile order time there. Mm-hmm. But we've kind of dabbled in it. But we ordered a really good amount of the menu. We helped Bethany along her kid's meal mm-hmm. journey. Twist our arm. Oh, no. But the brisket oh, sandwich. Phenomenal. Oh, you and I split that for breakfast. I know. Phenomenal. So Great freaking breakfast. good. Like was something so good. I think about still. So I freaking good. downed. I was like, I felt so bad because we were with Carrie too, your your Jersey neighbor, and I downed the breakfast bowl. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't leave any breakfast bowl for <laughs> Like, this it's is fine. not a good start. I hope you like me. Yeah, but it was it was just the breakfast bowl was delicious. It it gave like a really 
super elevated Friar's Nook breakfast with the sausage and gravy tots, but with so much more. It just really can do no wrong. I've not had a bad thing from no. Woody's. My only negative is just more seating. I wish yeah. there was more seating. I really do. It's like vultures there when you're waiting to find a table and you're like, I got a table. It, it's a bit intense, but honestly, the food is worth it. And it's not that expensive. It's not. Like, no. How much money did we spend? It was only like 30-something dollars, right? 36 or something. Crazy. And we got a kid's meal and two regular meals uh-huh. plus a Pop-Tart. Yeah. So we got the brisket sandwich, mm-hmm. the regular breakfast bowl, the kid's breakfast bowl, and then the specialty Pop-Tart. It was like $36. It was insane. Which was insane because then later in the day, we went to Pizza Brizzo and ordered all their kids' meals. And that was like 30 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, like the food quality, just not on the same level at no, all. No, not at no, all. That, and that was amazing, amazing food. So good. So, so I'm, gl- good. I'm glad. Yeah. It deserves to be up there. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. That's it was. Choice. Yeah. No. It was so good. The the brisket sandwich is really what solidified, yeah, the brisket, solidified the, it for me. Brisket the sandwich bre- alone. The breakfast brisket. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. A breakfast cocktail, a breakfast brisket. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. All right. So quick service is done. All right, here's a heavy hitter. Table service? Table service. Okay, well, all right, let's go. I think we can all probably guess what mine is, but... I think we can all guess what all of ours is, or or one of two things. Here, we have to preface this with we have been spoiled rotten yeah. this yeah. year. Spoiled rotten. And, I mean, starting this podcast is, was just, I don't know, like three friends getting together and loving Disney food yeah. and doing something awesome, which has been great. But it, we have had the opportunity to eat Oh, well, in Disney now that like I feel so horrible for putting these places at the top of my Our list. August trip was the Correct. most bougie trip I've ever been it's on. Like, who, and I, I was can't like, it's, live like it's this. It's downhill from here because I know. I know. We did it is. Kappa over at the Four Seasons, which Correct. is Michelin starred, and Victoria and Alberts. Yeah, I, and, I think that's safe to say that's our top two, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the like, only reason I actually wrote Kappa down. Was because it's one that I will go want Correct. to go to each sure, trip. Absolutely. Correct. That I 100% is, agree. Yeah. Yes. That is the only reason I physically wrote <laughs> it down. It's a little more user friendly. Yeah. yeah it, it's a little bit more yeah, accessible. Because <laughs> no joke, <laughs> I actually had the old fashioned at Victorian Alberts as my favorite drink. And I was like, I can't do that. Wasn't no. the best drink that I had at Disney this year. Heck yes, yes. That was so good. But it's like a Miyazaki A5 beef washed old fashioned. I'm sorry. I can't put that. It's so unobtainable. And I'm very much aware of that. So like. Right. But honestly, that meal was literal perfection. And I can't wait to the day we get to go back. But it's going to be a long time. Exactly. And that's that's what's like. Victorian Alberts, I think, had some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's definitely not. It transcended Disney. You yeah, know? Like... <laughs> exactly. It, it's not even on the same level as any other restaurant I've been to. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those things that's like kind of a once in a lifetime experience. Correct. And then you hope to experience it again in a couple of years. It's not something that you will do consistently year Unless you're after my year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we make this annual. <laughs> I love that for him, though. You know, love Honestly, that for him. I was like, I was like, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. <laughs> we are not working in the same tax bracket. We are, like, not, we are not at all, sir. Like, no. I owe you money for a stuffed animal. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Literally, uh, how it is, 
though. But that, like, that was the meal. But Kappa is one that 100%. And they have a happy hour at Kappa, which is just something that you'll never experience because there, there are different levels at Victoria and Alberts. So it is a <laughs> There ain't no happy hour at bar no seating. There's no happy hour. Um, <laughs> but Kappa has that. And that's great. And you can watch the fireworks from Kappa, too. I love Kappa. Yeah. I just thought... There was nothing bad about Kappa. The the service, the atmosphere, the food, the drinks. I didn't have one really bad thing to say about it. And it's something that I consistently crave. That date appetizer is just one of those so things. Like good. I almost considered putting that on my list tonight. Of but again, like I knew it was going to be my number one restaurant. So why? Mm-hmm. you know put one of the one of the meals one of the whoops items whoops about my best overall eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we're foreshadowing it's again. okay it's okay but anyway i love them both and i i think we're all very fortunate to have you know had both of them in the same year yeah. in the same trip in, in the same, days of in the days same, apart two days apart <laughs> yeah unbelievable exactly. literally insane Who it was we? absolutely insane we? for us yeah, but it was it was, it was but yeah easily easily hands down if you had to pick like a third that's like like i still think kappa is reasonable and can be made reasonable especially by happy yes. hour yes it's narcoozies right Nar- totally yeah. narcoozies 100 okay. percent. Sure. yeah yeah we're foreshadowing a little bit for me actually that- oh yeah i know oh, um but so so kappa yeah kappa for sure kappa for yeah. sure was hands down our best table service of 2023 mm-hmm. no questions asked yep again they just re- they just had a, a, a very brief renovation. They are back open. If you have not been to the Four Seasons, again, this is your sign to go. Yes. Go, enjoy the lobby bar, enjoy Ravello, honestly, enjoy Kappa. And it, that dining is is immaculate. So mm-hmm. enjoy it. But okay, here we are. Drum roll, please. The best overall eat of 2023. Who's first again? Isabella? Is it me? Back to Bella? I thought you said you said Isabella, and I was like, "You've never called me that." <laughs> I don't think. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called no, you Isabella. No, no, I don't think so either. I think you said Isabella. Um, I don't know. No, it can be me. Okay. Um, and if it is me, then I take back the previous statement where I said I was going to add the Kappa dates, but I didn't. But I actually did because that was that is my number one eat. <laughs> Look, you know, she thought she thought she knew, but she didn't. <laughs> I thought I thought I was like, no, I should take that off. No, I didn't. It's on there. Those Kappa dates because they were I, that good. They were that good. They it was so it was just a simple appetizer. There were literally three dates with bacon and, on the plate. <laughs> and another thing on this list that we weren't going to order. Correct. That yes. was recommended to us. Yes. Correct. Sam what are we coming doing through wrong? with our recommendations, our server, Sam. Honestly, yeah. Sam also. Can you <laughs> Sam needs to be mentioned in our yes. 2023 yes. list. Yes, correct. Um, but the, the this appetizer was phenomenal and it had the perfect sweet and salty bite. There were, I think, three dates and they were covered in this like crispy bacon. And Amazing. then it had this sauce on it was like a tahini sauce, I believe. Just phenomenal. Really no notes. The best just little bite. They came to the plate. And again, I, I saw it on a, put a preface this by saying I ate, I, I was drinking the vodka tonic yep. and I was a good halfway through at this point. So we hadn't had any food. I was starving. So I do want to say that, you know, maybe the alcohol influenced me slightly. But no, again, we remember we said the situation, the vibe. Right, right. You know? So it was the, an immaculate vibe. Yeah, the the bite was just phenomenal, and I didn't expect a lot from it because, like, why would you, right? Oh, that's um, so good. Yeah, but <laughs> it was just so freaking good. The best bite of the best bite for me in twenty twenty three. 
I'm going to go next because mine was also at Kappa. Yep. And you're going to know what it is. It's the corn polenta that came with goat cheese and sherry vinegar. Again, this was a side dish. And I know it's so funny because we're sitting there talking about we had this on the table with an entire Wagyu flight that was like Miyazaki A5. No, no, no. This polenta came with a serving spoon in it. And I was like, girl, I don't need no fork. I will (laughs) eat it with that serving spoon. That's how good this was. It was easily one of the best things. I love the dates too, but I just think this proves how great the menu is at Kappa. Like it is so good. And I know that technically it's not Disney, but it's on Disney property. Correct. It is. And Oh, totally. And before so I put the, the dates down, I was going to put the Australian Wagyu on my list. Uh, see? Because I, I love that steak. Okay, mine actually says Wagyu and corn polenta. That's what oh. mine literally <laughs> technically says. But when you just went with the dates, I was like, oh, I can go with the corn polenta. I don't need to add the well, other bit to it. Well, <laughs> we know what we're getting next time we go down there. Totally. Correct. Happily. Correct. happily. We don't even need to get steak. I know. <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to take my mom to Ravello and we'll get a few like half pasta dishes and then we'll go upstairs and eat the dates because she loves a good date. And the corn polenta. And that's it. We don't need anything else. Maybe the churros, nope. actually. Take it back. Oh, yeah. Get the churros. Get, churros. Get, yeah. The, get the sangria. No, we're going to have to do two desserts because we have to do the dessert down at uh, Ravel. Oh, the well. spumoni oh. cake. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. You're we'll be so fine. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yep. Get the sangria. Sit at the bar. You'll be yeah. fine. Colin, um, what's your favorite? Okay. So mine is back at Narcuzzi's. Hmm. And it is not a main dish either. So I feel like it's interesting that we're all picking sides and apps. So mine is the brisket and ricotta oh. tortelloni. Mm-hmm. Mm, great choice. It was, it floored me how delicious this brisket was. It was these, I think it came with three or four total, tortelloni on the plate and they were packed full of ricotta mm-hmm. and brisket. This was one of the most delicious mind-blowing forkfuls I think I've had in quite a while. And for it to stand out to me, like I feel like I had to put it on the list because it stood out to me and still sticks with me. And it stood against some of the bites at Victorian Alberts. It stood against some of the bites at Kappa for this. Even when I had this bite, I remember looking at Bethany and I was like, short rib wontons who? Like, I don't. I know, you just said I don't, that. I was like, <gasps> I know, she was shocked. But then she had a bite and she was like, mm-hmm. I get she it. She was like, okay, I get it. But it was a delicious bite. And it came in this amazing sauce that was so rich and so delicious. And, and thank God it was an appetizer because if it was a full plate of that, I don't think anyone could finish it. It's so heavy. Um, but it was so good i can't wait to go back and get that mm-hmm. it was good yep excellence at narcuzzi's kappa victorian alberts they can do no wrong <laughs> honestly nope. can't. no notes <laughs> correct i have no notes for any of those three restaurants <laughs> correct none i feel like i should ask i don't know what are you looking forward to in 2024 but i'm like i don't no. That's our next episode, Colin. My question I was going to ask you guys was, what is your favorite food memory in Disney, all of Disney, for last year? Wow. Mine was checking uh, Victorian Alberts off my bucket list. You know what? I think mine was more specific than that. Huh? Mine is us sitting in Citro Coast Lounge having cocktails before we went into Victorian Alberts. Mm-hmm. Just because we had just walked in and then the, the the mysterious, amazing woman showed up and she was like, you're dining with us tonight. And I was like, oh my God, where did you come from? But then yeah. we all sat into Citricos and we had those delicious cocktails and we kind of were just like so thrilled about like, uh-huh. how did we end up here? We're ending up here. We're going to Victoria Alberts in like moments. I had a delicious old fashioned. 
it was just my favorite little moment of us together before we checked off one of our huge goals. I mean, it was the the goal we had when we started this podcast. We're like, what if one day we can do Victorian Alberts? Like that was what we talked about when we started the podcast. Because totally. again, you said it. We just started it as three people that really like talking about food. We did a live together and we we're like, wow, that was kind of cool. We should do that more often. And now we How do about it weekly. weekly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But you know, totally. it's great. It's crazy when something that you just kind of do because you started because you just loved chatting with people that get your Disney side that other people don't understand and you don't live near each other at all so it's so limited in the time you have and then we ended up there my favorite food memory Victorian Alberts yeah. for me yeah it's Victorian Alberts it's it's been on my bucket list for so freaking long and it totally lived up to the hype yeah 100% and it was just nothing that it was like nothing that I've ever experienced yeah I think a lot of people compare it to Enchante or Remy, and this was just a different category. So for me, this was totally a a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I am so thankful that we were able to experience it together. Agreed. And I can't wait to take Finn when he turns 10. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. That's (laughs) our next time. We'll be back. For sure. For sure. We know our budgetary limits, okay? (laughs) Yeah, we do. We really do. But what a great year it's been for for Disney food. It's been a year. Honestly, for us in Disney food, it's been quite a year mm-hmm. wow yeah we're thankful. i don't even know Thank- thankful for every single one of you that is currently listening to this podcast right now you don't you don't know how thankful we are for you guys i yeah and like it's it's so and when we met bethany too when we first met bethany started hanging out with in the parks it was like always like we were we were like there and hanging out and then people would be like oh my god bethany like in the parks and be like, oh, we love your content. We love following you and all this stuff. And it was like really cool. It's like, oh my God, that's so cool. And this last trip we were there and it was like, most of the people going up were like, oh my God, I love the podcast. I was just like recording food in the corner. And I was like, they were like, no, 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 we love the podcast. And I was like, oh, you're talking to me. I was like, okay. (laughs) Wow. It's been so lovely. It's so nice. If you ever, if you ever see us in the park, please come up to us and talk. Like we love talking to you guys, but I would agree because we put so much into this podcast in general from everything we do that it's just so rewarding to see it turn out like it has and couldn't ask for two better co-hosts. Oh, stop it. But a great year for food. A great year for food. Great year for us. Cheers Mm -hmm. to that. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Be sure to take a minute to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.